Hey, did anybody hear any noises last night? Well, your father had gas. <laughs> no, these were noises I never heard before. Well, then it could have been a girl moaning your name. Let's rock. Thanks, Dad. Can I get a woman? No Man Presents, live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children Podcast. And here are your hosts, Jerry, Justin, and Al. Hey guys, it's the Married with Children Podcast, and we're back for another titillating episode of Married with Children. We're going in-depth. This is our chronological exploration of the entire sitcom from the 80s and 90s, and I am joined by the guy who never heard a girl moan his name, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? That is not true. I paid extra for that. Oh, man, these little details. And... I am also joined by the guy who, unlike Al Bundy, gets to eat before he dies, Justin. What's up, man? That last meal, homie. That last meal. So, uh, this episode, guys, is called Build a Better Mousetrap. It first aired January 24th, 1988. Yep, we are the second episode into 1988. This episode is titled Build a Better Mousetrap. Uh, why is that, guys? Okay, so Build a Better Mousetrap is a uh, mis uh, a misquotation from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Uh, he's always attributed with creating it, but he actually didn't create it. It's an updated form of something else he said. So, it, but it's basically a metaphor for the power of innovation to do something better that other people have done. If you can do it better than them and innovate it, it'll be more popular to your door to want it and you'll be a rich successful person yeah basically yeah and this episode has to do with a mouse so use a cool little mouse quote wow and there you go yeah you guys ever see mouse hunt yeah <laughs> oh this my is God. this is this is the mouse hunt had to be inspired by this right ah <laughs> uh, yeah actually <laughs> was that like a comedy about trying to get a mouse yeah. yeah, it's like literally a comedy about two guys who like – I think they like inherit a house, but there's a mouse and they're trying to sell a house, but they don't want their mice up in there. So they're like – it's like it's like a live-action Tom and Jerry essentially, <laughs> but, the, but Tom being the humans. So they – Pretty much. They took a 22-minute episode and said, you know what? We can make a whole movie off of this. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. I, probably. I mean I can't. And- Say for sure, but <laughs> the the entire movie is basically the scene where Al is Al is at the staircase with his hammer. That's pretty much the entire movie. <laughs> it's not where Al shoots poison in someone's face. Yeah, that's kind of it too. <laughs> yeah, also a good example. So uh, Al and Steve decide to exterminate a pesky field mouse without the aid of professional help. So, yeah, it's about it. I mean, that's that's the gist of it. But uh, so let's explore this episode and dig deep. I got a question for you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make any breakfast today? No, I'm not really hungry. 
Uh, that cracked me up, just her sitting there with her empty plate. <laughs> Bud heard, you know, noises from Kelly's bedroom last night. You know, not the usual ones, you know, eight footsteps, change hitting the pillow or anything like that. <laughs> but, uh... Oh. Basically, he's saying she was either in a gangbang or they were running a train on her. Like, it... Yeah, no, that's no, 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 no. He people. was, like, like, listen... Oh, you're saying it takes eight footsteps to get to from the, the window. window to the. Uh, bed. At one point, do at what point in the series did we assume that Kelly actually does have sex, and it's not just like jokes at her being, uh, um, you know, maybe when Bud said I'm I'm the only virgin at the table, but I feel like there was there's something before that. I don't know if that's a good one because we have her face showing a reaction that shows yeah. that. That's why I chose that, yeah. So it's like, it's completely confirmed that she's not a a virgin and she she's actually... So, so do you think she actually hooks up with a lot of people or do you think that's the joke? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, that's <laughs> really hard to say. I'd probably say she's not like full on banging all of them because um, I'm sure she doesn't like jump on the first date, but... You know, I had a horrible dream last night. There was this big mosquito with a huge red head and tight pants <laughs> hovering over me, sucking money from my wallet. <laughs> then he wanted a kiss. <laughs> By the way, where is your mother? Uh, she went shopping. The garage or basement? Basement. <clears throat> Did you hear any noises last night? Uh, it might have been me sobbing, son. It was terrible. I, I've never been so scared in my entire life. What's the matter? You see the vacuum? <laughs> no. Al, it was a mouse. How great. This is all our life was missing. <gasps> Kill it, Al. Well, don't worry. As soon as it sees how we live, it'll go away. <laughs> I know I would. No. You gotta kill it. It was so disgusting. Oh, hold me. Oh, why? I didn't do anything wrong. So Peg tells this creepy, creepy story about... Why are you so afraid of a little mouse anyway? (sighs) Well, it all started when I was five. You see, I found this little stray chihuahua puppy in the yard. I snuck it past my mother and I kept it in my room. I slept with it and snuggled it and kissed it. And then one day it got sick. (sighs) And still you go on kissing others. (laughs) Anyway, I took it to my kindergarten teacher and I said, what's wrong with my dog? She said, that's not a dog, dear. It's a mouse. (laughs) And then she threw up. And then all the kids threw up. Dude, you know what? I was watching this. I'm glad you mentioned that. It reminded me of uh, this was about a month ago. And uh, I watched the um, I'm a big MMA fan. So I watched the UFC fights at a friend's house. Every time there's a pay-per-view, we pitch in, throw half. So it's cheaper. And I was on my way home and it was in the middle of the night, dude. And I was pulling. I was driving down uh, like it's called Water Street because it's next to the river. And I, the, I was like, oh, dang, there's a cat in the middle of the road. 
And so I slow down, and as I get close to it, it is a giant rat the size of a cat. Wow. It was insane. Yeah, insane. And that that reminded me of. Did you sleep with it? Hell no. <laughs> that thing was scary, man. It literally gave me cold chills. But it, th- I had like a Vietnam flashback when she was telling this story because that's oh like what God. nightmares are made of. Wow. When you're <laughs> an amazing coincidence today, at work we go into work and there's a dead mouse in our shop Nuh-uh. i swear to god and i've been in this particular actually in this company i've been there for 11 years september and i've never seen a dead mouse so what are the chances that we all came in and there was a dead mouse in the center of the room the same day i'm recording this episode did, did you find a note saying wally was here <laughs> did you give it to john coffee uh no but I did take a picture that I will be posting on our Facebook page to prove that what I say is the truth. You hear me? <laughs> Alex, you didn't have to kill a mouse just to take a picture and prove a point. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Goddamn kid these, these days. Uh... <laughs> Yo, that song that they, that they sang to Peggy when she was a kid. And then they made up this little song about me. Mouse in your face, worms in your hair. Where's the little mouse girl? There, there, there. Well, that's sweet. Thank you very much. Well, kids, I think we learned something today. Don't touch your mother. She has cooties. I was dying when Peg was doing it because she actually sang it. Oh, my God. That was great. I wonder if we sang that to Katie Seagull if we met her somewhere, if she would know the reference. Uh, I'm gonna hundred percent say no. <laughs> you think? Absolutely not. If we went up to her table and just try to be funny and go, uh, you know, mouse in your face, in your hair, she'd be like, "Uh, come again." <laughs> you know that one obscure episode that nobody really thinks about all that much. Production code O two fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> January twenty fourth, eighty eight. Come on. <laughs> oh, January fourth, twenty fourth, eighty eight. Why didn't you oh, say wait, so? Twenty fourth, eighty eight. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Duh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about what I was doing this morning. Al is basically willing to kill himself <clears throat> instead of hiring an exterminator. Now, are you guys like that? Like, are are you do it your like? How far do you go with the do it yourself thing? Like, would you try to fix your your refrigerator, or would you try to fix your you know, a uh, hot water heater or air conditioning unit, or if there's a mouse, do you try to do that yourself? Or do you normally just call professionals and just be done with it in like two days? I call right. professionals. So I knew Jerry was going to answer that way just because that's him. <laughs> but I am really, really disappointed in myself a lot of the times because every single, you know, older male figure that I knew in my family could like fix anything and work on every car wow. and, and, you know, do all this stuff. And my generation just did not grow up with that. So I try my best to like, you know, we have YouTube and stuff, which, you know, it helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually really does help a lot. Um, you know, I've changed my oil myself from YouTube. You know what I mean? I, you know, I try to do things that a man should know to do. I, I feel like I can – like I'll look it up and I'll be like, oh, this doesn't seem that hard. Like the other day, um, I changed the like guts out of the top of the toilet tank 
you know, like oh. the, the float and stuff. And I'm like, okay, let, let's try that. Let, let's look it up first. Let's see how they do it. Okay. It looks like it's in my league. Let's go for it. Because I, I really, I want, I like, I like being able to, you know, sustain myself, not have to pay money for, for bull and stuff like that. But I am by no means like a handyman. Handyman. Oh yeah, like like I'm pretty bad. I'm uh, I I can't. I do get mad. What I do like if there is something happening right there, I'm like, let me try. Let me try. Let me try. You know, I want to fix it myself. Like I, I am like kind of prideful like that. But yeah, I'm not the I'm not the greatest. I could be a lot better. Wow. What about you, Alex? Uh, believe it or not, like with my profession, I've actually become more of a handyman because. Man, I mean, it is like you do things on this job that you'd never thought you even realize existed. So when you get home and something arises, you're like, well, I'm sort of like in tune for this type of stuff now. So I'll admit that I was exactly like you. I was in that generation where I don't know. Our dads just didn't seem to to do that with us. You know, like I never knew how to change. Oh, here. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I like started this new thing I'm in. I I changed my oil on my truck. I you know I've changed brake pads and stuff. Things I never thought of even doing. Um, I've cha- I've put wall uh, lighting fixtures in my home. Like got rid of fans and put like uh, chandeliers and stuff. Things that I normally would just like never do or just beg you know some guy in the family who knows more. But now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> now I'm just not like that anymore. Like even. Dude, I have a, a brother-in-law who, who asks the other one to mount his TVs. Oh, sh- come on now. Yeah. Like, I built my own shelves and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I ha- I have to – like, I feel like you, I feel like you just got to – it's not – you just have to take a chance. You know, you have to look at it and, like, you know, figure – Yeah, give it a try. If it, if it goes nowhere, then say, okay, fine, look. But was your dad like that? Could he fix, like, anything and was he, like, that type of guy? You know what? No, not really. <laughs> so maybe he had nothing to teach me. Yeah. <laughs> so so we, we, would we all agree that we sort of respect Al? Maybe they, remember how we talked about his boneheaded like pride things. I am yeah. actually on board with this one. Yeah. No, I would I would be trying to get that mouse myself. Too. I ain't calling it an exterminator. It's a mouse. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even if I don't get it, I really don't care all that much. When when you fail your second time and you've now raised your bill higher than what it would have been. <laughs> To just I agree. call I agree an exterminator, that. like the original, like I give him props for his original, like fortitude of wanting to actually get this done himself. But you gotta cut you, your losses. It was quoted at the beginning of the episode that call the uh, oh pay another guy fifty dollars to kill the mouse, and then later on in the episode we get a, a number from Peggy that's like six hundred and fifty dollars in damages so far. Again, makes no uh, sense how Al can uh, have a house and afford any of yeah, this. Yeah, I don't need as much to know. Bad stuff happens. I don't need to know the inflation on this one. I can already tell you, this isn't ending up good for Al. Is this the episode where he says I make minimum wage, or was that last episode? He he says it in an episode that we watched recently. Uh, I can't remember if it was this one. He's like, I make minimum wage. I don't think I have it in my notes where he mentions that, but I, that is a big one because that's where we officially, and then we got to go to 1988 and see what minimum wage was. Yeah. And keep yeah. in mind, he does make commission, though. Yeah, which is important. Yeah. 
Dad, it's a humiliation. I mean, what are my friends going to think when they come over and see mouse traps all over the place? Well, they'll think that unlike Mr. Bundy, the mouse gets to eat before he dies. Mom, how long are we going to have to live with this mouse? Well, your father's taking care of it. Oh, great. We might as well build him a room. But does anybody but me think it's strange that with the three of you here, it's the mouse I'm after? Dad, look, I'm going bowling. Oh, no, you're not. You are not leaving this family alone until either you or that mouse is dead. So uh, Al says, you know, things aren't that bad. Life's half over, at least. So going by that guesstimation, Al at this point is roughly 39 to 40 years old, guaranteed. And that means he thinks he'll be dead at 80. And right now he's in real life 71 years old. So... If if there's any, uh, it's called something when you're prolific, or it's a different word though. But uh, if he's right, he has nine more years to go. Yeah. By by the way, 1988 in Illinois, uh, two dollars and thirty cents per hour. That's an awful lot back then. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, to torture this mouse, Al's gonna make it watch thirty something. <laughs> Anybody ever see that? Is that like a, a really terrible show or something? You know, Mario Children's going to – this will not be the first time they attack <laughs> other shows, just so you know. And it might hit home one of these days. Uh, so don't uh, take it too seriously. Is he down there? Did you get him? What happened, Al? He dutied on the trap. <laughs> and in my bowling shoes. Oh, my God. He was in your shoes and he lived? (laughs) This is no ordinary mouse. Can we call the exterminator now? No, no, it's personal now. (laughs) Not only will I kill this mouse, I'll torture it. I'll smack him around. I'll throw it against the wall. And if there's one spark of life left in its twitching little body... I'll strap it to a chair, tape its eyelids open, and make it watch 30-something. No one duties in Al Bundy's shoes and lives. How would y'all feel if if uh, a mouse uh, pooped in your uh, shoes? Eh, I wouldn't be too upset i mean i don't know if you guys ever seen mouse poop but it's it's pretty insignificant i'd be mad if i didn't see it before i put them on Mm. once again someone went inside uh or were around the odor of al's feet and didn't die and did not die and Mm. then i also have it's personal now it's jaws the revenge (laughs) now here's where um our Amazing interview with Amanda Burse, Marcy Rhodes, comes into play. She said when Al's character was being conceived, I, I don't. I wonder if she's a little confusing it. I think she may be thinking more of the evolution of him, but I can't imagine this. That's how they were thinking of him in season one. But uh, this episode is the first sign, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. That. Al's character is almost seen, as she said in that interview, as Roadrunner and Coyote. Like, this is almost cartoonish. Yeah, because, I mean, seriously, like, one, like, during that scene, there's a mess up when he when he hits the hammer and hits his thumb. 
that hammer hits nowhere near his thumb right. at all. But just the fact that the next scene over when she's wrapping up his thumb, he shows that his other thumb is wrapped because he tested the, a mousetrap on himself. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, he Dude, wrapped you... his thumb up himself and is still having his wife wrap up his other thumb. You want to know a funny thing about mousetraps? When I was a kid, probably not like a kid kid, but probably about 14 or 15, me and my friend used to go down in his basement. This this is what board. Well, this is what you do when you're bored, and you're, and you're like drinking. Um, at 15, uh, you go to, We would go down in his basement, and he had mouse traps, <laughs> and we would put blindfolds on each other, oh and then we would God. place mouse traps on the floor in like in a pathway and you know that you have five mouth traps and you can put them anywhere and the other person has to try to you know guess their way through without stepping on the mouse traps wow yeah and, I, I used to do that how did that normally go <laughs> um, they were those they were not rat traps there's a difference mouse traps you can it won't like break like rat traps will probably break your bones possibly toes at least um, but mousetraps hurt, but not that bad, you know? So, it, you know, sometimes you made it through, sometimes you didn't. It was, it was funny. It was fun. Wow. I would <laughs> never do this. Now, Jerry, you used to check mousetraps with your tongue, though, right? Uh, no. That's the, Why would anyone do that? <laughs> There's a Guinness Book of World Record for that. Ooh. Most mousetraps uh, dislodged or just, you know disarmed on the tongue <laughs> well how big is his tongue what do you get like two on there no 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 no. like in a row like oh really yeah i've seen it i don't know why i've seen that but i've seen that a few not, years ago i'm not good at anything i can't <laughs> set off mouse traps with my tongue i can't kill a mouse i can't make love i can't earn a living yeah but you could do it in someone's shoes that's true you're good at that i guess I, I'm the I'm the we're all the definition of uh, hire a professional so they can succeed where the idiot failed. Well, even Buck gets caught in a trap. I when I heard the noise, I could have sworn we'd see a funny tail wrapped up, but they went with the paw. So that was that's that was even actually more hard. Like it would it would be like funnier if it was his tail, but they went with, like the part where you feel sad for the. Oh. Well, they couldn't do the tail because he said you have to put enough pressure on it. So I'm assuming the tail probably maybe wouldn't be enough pressure. Right. So they went with the paw. Well, here's the thing. You know, you guys, Jerry brought up the point where, you know, at some point, yeah, we're all back on Al here. But when <laughs> your mouse chews through the electricity and your house is blacked out, that's where I'm no longer. I'm like, dude, I love you, man. But... Yeah, we're going to call. Uh, what's the number for this guy? Yeah, but at that point, you're already at $680 for damages. Well, hey, listen. I'm a ride-or-die kind of guy, man. And then it goes up even more because he takes out the water heater. Yeah, yeah it is just... It's time to kick some mouse ass. What's a water heater cost? 150 probably? Probably, uh, maybe even more. You gotta think, the electrician costs $250, so you've gotta buy a water heater and probably pay someone to install the water heater? That's gotta be, that's gotta be expensive. And then not only that, at the end of the episode where they're talking about the basement flooding, what about all the cleanup there? What about all the water damage there? What, like, 
Like, Dude, this he, episode's giving me anxiety. <laughs> like, yeah. thinking about all these bills. <laughs> you want more anxiety? How about the cost of their exterminator gear? Then it costs more than that than it would have just to hire a guy. Say cheese! Hello! <laughs> that reminds me. Okay, he has a gun in this episode. Now, did he go buy a gun to kill this mouse... Which, which I want to say at the time we didn't have the – I don't know if we had to buy it and you have, to, you have to wait like a certain amount of time before you can come back and get it. Right. Or not. But either way, did he go buy a gun to kill this mouse or did he already have the gun? And if he did, does Marcy know well, about it? Yeah, Marcy. Because that's the big question. She must not have known because they did not want it. That was the only way that he, they were not going to what? Charge him for another dog? Yeah. Yeah, because Bella died over this. Right. Like, this was a big fight, and luckily, Steve and Marcy are never around when that gun's shown, because if it was, I'd be like, okay, guys, if y'all don't address this, I'm deducting points. (laughs) But it's never addressed, so I just have to ask y'all, what do you think? He's had this gun the whole time, or he bought it for the mouse? Now, let's just, I think Steve is just thankful that he wasn't shot in the face with that gun, but instead... Like I said, they had exterminator gear on, the same kind the guy would wear if he went to your house. And um, he, they went down in the basement. <clears throat> Panic ensues. It's him. Warlord Clark, coming hard. Watch him. Watch him. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Steve, come up behind me. I thought he was the mouse. I shot from the hip. I'll tell you this. If that mouse had been where Steve's face was, he'd be one dead mouse. Did we get him? Uh, No, buddy, but uh, we took out the water heater. Steve? Pumpkin? Who's speaking? It's Marcy, Steve. Maybe now you'll tell Al to hire a professional. (laughs) That's just like you, Marcy. It's like when we're out driving. And I know where I'm going, and you keep saying, ask someone. It is so irritating. (laughs) By the way, Marcy, I inhaled a great quantity of poison. Don't worry about it, Steve. It wasn't for nothing. We may not have got him with a direct hit, but I tell you this. He'll be dropping soon, because we cut short the lifespan of every living thing in this house. Steve gets shot right in the kisser with poison. Did you guys notice that, like, Marcy was wearing all blue and Peg was wearing all pink? I don't normally think about what they're wearing, unlike Jerry when he's looking at Bud, but... I don't like how you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what what, what kind of pants did Bud have on this week? Actually, Bud's been wearing uh, his black uh, jeans with the uh, slit knee in it a lot in these past couple episodes. Wow. I hope he didn't get that with you. All right, so... Whoa, 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 the... whoa. He's not allowed to have holes in his jeans around me, ever. <laughs> Al? Al? Are you okay? Call me a doctor, Pig. Well, what happened? I think I dislocated my shoulder. This thing kicks like a mule. Oh, by the way, I missed it. And we have no furnace. <laughs> How about 
like Alan's not very good with guns in general. He goes to shoot this mouse and he dislocates his shoulder. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude! Everyone like now. Not only is uh, Steve uh, Steve's been poisoned, and then he leaves not because of the poison, but because of Al's life. Uh, he's got depression. <laughs> he's poisoned, and now uh, Al, which I thought he was gonna like shoot his like scrape like shoot his toe or something. Right. Uh, but he like he comes up with a dislocated shoulder. I'm just like and blew out his furnace. Poor Al. He's he's trying so hard. Yeah, I still respect it, but I think he's just not smart enough to realize when to call it quits and call Wally's actually. Wally's pest control. When did she do that? Because he said that the phone lines were dead because they burned the phone wire when they sh- shot the when they messed up the water heater. So, did she call it Marcy's house? I was going to say, I think it's safe to say that, yes. Hi, folks. I'm Wally from Wally's Pest Control. We hate Mises to pieces. <laughs> yeah, we stole it, but the cartoon characters can't sue. You'll never get him. Come on. He's right down here in the basement. Never. Not in a million years. This is a mouse from hell. <laughs> You'll never get him, Peg. That little wimp like that. The mouse will have him for dinner. Well, got him. You didn't get him? No one could get him. A lot of fans of 80s and 90s TV will recognize Wally from Wally's Pest Control. He is um, Mr. Dewey, I think, on Saved by the Bell. I'm a Boy Meets World kind of guy. I didn't really get into Saved by the Bell. Yeah? Oh, dude, Saved by the Bell and Married Children were like my two top shows. I I was a cartoon guy. I really did not watch a lot of live action stuff. Did you not watch Boy Meets World, Alex? Wasn't that around the same time? No, dude, I always stuck... Dude, it's such an amazing show, dude. You would probably love it. It has so many, like, powerful moments. Well, you should know that. He was actually on, uh, on the Wonder Years on the episode called Christmas Party. He was Mr. Santa. Oh, jeez. How could I forget Mr. Santa from the Christmas episode? Exactly. What are you, Peg Bundy? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was Mr. Dewey. He was in uh, eight episodes or so, or four episodes of, uh, of Say by the Bell. And he was in big movies, actually. He's, a, I guess, a working actor. Uh, he was in The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Catch Me If You Can, Stuart Little, and Pleasantville. So... He is uh, making more money than Al to this day. So Stuart Little about a what? A mouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is weird. I wonder if he tried to hate that Mises to pieces. <laughs> Isn't it? See, it was, it's always worth looking it into because it always ties in somehow. So, you know what I didn't look up? He says we stole that we hate Mises to pieces from a cartoon. And I was going to look up the cartoon, and I completely forgot about it. So in the Facebook group, if you knew what cartoon this was, without looking it up, tell us. Wow. Hate me. I want to, I want to test your, your knowledge. Well, nobody just did. It was easy. Poor thing was trapped on a piece of wood in the rising water down there. <laughs> but technically, I got him. I'm the one that blew up the basement, so I got him, right? <laughs> Sure did. Ha! Let me see him. That's him. You don't look so tough in there, do you? No, lots of times 
kids get these little white mice as pets. Parents won't let them keep them, so they just turn them loose in the streets. Want to see him, Mrs. Bundy? Oh, no. Get that away. Oh, come on, Peg. He can't hurt you. You got to learn to face your fears. Now, take a look at him. Just one. Stop being a girl. <laughs> and after all that, Peg decides that she has conquered her fear of mice, keeps this mouse as a pet, and gives it some hamster action by throwing it in a fish tank filled with that stuff at the bottom and then the hamster wheel so after all that al now has to lay in bed and listen to the squeaks of this mouse in a different way so good for you peg gee al you were right all these years i've been deathly afraid of mice and for nothing it took you to show me that thanks al Uh good night honey good night peg No Ma'am will be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Just type in www.facebook.com slash groups slash Married with Children podcast. Be sure to subscribe to them on iTunes and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to Channels and search up Married with Children podcast. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now the guys are going to give their final thoughts and ratings of this week's episode. Follow us on social media. Time to review this episode. How many mouse traps out of five are we putting out for Build a Better Mousetrap, Justin? Build a better mousetrap. I I kind of like these more animated episodes, if you will, you know, that feel like a cartoon. Like, because usually I like serious stuff, but if we are going to go ridiculous, let's go like, you know, this type of ridiculous. Um, So I did did like this episode. This is uh, this is fun stuff. It's it's kind of probably forgettable, but could be memorable at the same time. Like the moment you hear it, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. The mouse, the mouse one. Yeah. the, The mouse hunt. That's. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, I'm going to go three and a half mousetraps out of five. Nice. Jerry, how many mousetraps are you putting out for Build a Better Mousetrap out of five? Uh, It's a good episode. It's decent. I just don't feel like there's a lot to say because so many of the jokes in this one are visual. And that kind of hurts us as a podcast. Um, we don't have yeah. as many lines to go off of. We don't have as much conversation to dig into. So because of this one being so visual, it did it, it kind of hurts. That and the entire time I'm watching this, I'm remembering another episode that comes later on where Al takes on another animal, but uh, that time was in a garden. And uh, I, I, I feel like I remember that episode being much better than to build a better mousetrap. So... Uh, I'm, I do like the physical comedy in this. I do think it is funny, but I'm just giving it a three out of five because there's no, there's nothing for me to dig into. That's deep. It's I'll watch this, but it's not going to be one that I would, Oh, I'm watching the best of season two. Right. It's not going to be on there. Right. 
this might surprise you guys, but this is probably one of my least favorite Married with Children episodes. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you, are, are you, JP, are we about to witness him go whoa. under a three? It, you, you know, I don't think so, but let's. Let's hear it out. I don't. I don't know either. Actually, until I, I say, I, I, I think I have to vocalize this first. Okay, you know, I've owned this DVD now for over ten years and stuff, and I've watched plenty of these episodes on here during that time. And I must say that I don't know any reason I would ever click this episode. To me, a podcast just for this podcast. Like to me. <laughs> Things like this, I'm not referring to this episode specifically, but to me, episodes like this are really boring to me. I I don't ever recall, like, rolling on the floor laughing from the visuals or anything. I, it never connected with me. I don't think anything of it. To me, it's just, like, dumb, cartoonish stuff where they just got ridiculous. But clearly, it's not happening here. It's only season two, so they didn't get ridiculous or anything at this point. You know, they're, like... You know, we said later on in seasons, people are like dummies are getting thrown off of roofs constantly and stuff like that. Like that's when they stop trying a little bit to have any kind of ground grounded thing in the show. But even watching this again, you know, we talked about some funny things, some good lines, things like that. So, no, no, it's not going to get a 2.5, but it's surely not going to go above three for me. And I'm, I might not ever watch it again, again, but because you guys are into it, maybe I'll say, well, you know, those guys seem to like it. Let me watch it one more time and see if I have a new favorite. But until then, no. It's just an okay episode. Nothing I look forward to ever seeing. Yeah, I think one thing that, that we should note here is the episode doesn't do anything wrong. Right. That's why it doesn't go lower than a three, because there's nothing wrong with the episode. It just has to fit your your style. They're obviously going to do episodes that are for different people, and this one was more of a uh, visual right. uh, comedy as compared to what we normally like, which is which is way more conversation because we like to pick apart the conversations. Right. So it, it definitely feels like. Like, all right, let's say that we create season two and we're going to have it 22 episodes or whatever. And then we have 18 of those episodes, like, nailed down. Like, we're going to do Poppies by the Sea or what was it? Poppies by the Tree. Tree. Uh, You know, we're going to do all these episodes. Um, And then it's like, well, we kind of have to fill, like, four more episodes. So, like, I don't know. I'm at, like, let's have an episode about owl hunting a mouse. It's, it's <laughs> you know almost I mean? like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made it that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Just like, you know. Like kind of an afterthought. Yeah. You know, you know it could be funny if there's a mouse in the house and Al is just like doing all this crazy stuff to get it. And then we have the guy at the end, the, the actual, you know, a, a pest control guy come in and he just walks right out in 10 seconds. Yeah. And he's not even like manly. He's he's just like a skinny nerdy guy we'll name him jerry no we gotta name him wally wally that's the way to go yeah it's yeah. exactly <laughs> what it is so guys tune in next week as we review master the possibilities buck the bundy family pooch mistakenly receives a credit card in his name wow it's gonna be great hey do you guys want to play a game before we get out of here sure man why not yeah, like what, Monopoly or something? 
No, you see this blindfold, Jerry? Here, put it on. Hmm. Oh, hell no. I'm, I'm out. Bye. Does he know I already laid down the traps? Ah, shit. Why would you do this to me? Ah. Come on, man. This ain't even fair. Ow. Ow. Hey. Ow. Oh, that one went to the wrong spot. <laughs>